This is a diet of Brussels. We're about to get stiffed for some more money from the European Union. This comes on the back of a uh, new report released by uh, Vote Leave um, and uh, fronted by Boris Johnson talking about the potential costs that might come uh, after a vote to remain uh, in uh, a couple of weeks' time. Basically, they're arguing uh, a number of reasons why we might have to pay more money. Firstly, that uh, the budgets are going to uh, grow uh, over time, that uh, there's a liability under the treaty for bailing out uh, countries in the Eurozone that need them, and also that there are some uh, spending commitments that uh, uh, haven't been paid yet, and so uh, the uh, the bill for that might uh, run to several billion uh, pounds uh, if they are paid. So let's just uh, explore that. And uh, it's probably worth saying here that this is something which uh, always reminds me why looking at budgets might sound very boring, but actually it's very uh, interesting and pertinent. Firstly, on the budget, there is uh, certainly, uh, as Vote Leave claim, uh, a degree to which uh, richer countries contribute more than poorer countries. So if the UK continues to outperform the rest of the Eurozone, then it will uh, make up a proportionately larger uh, part of uh, the budget system. Now, uh, having said that, one of the reasons for that is that we've uh, moved over the years away from a system that wasn't very uh, fair, which was based on a proportion of VAT. Uh, to the system which is more or less based on uh, GDP, so you know, how well the economy is doing. Um, the old VAT system wasn't very fair, uh, particularly to the UK, uh, because there was a relatively high level of imports uh, to the British economy, uh, which meant that uh, the UK paid a lot more. It was one of the reasons why Margaret Thatcher got the rebate back in the 1980s. So uh, there's a, I think there's a bit of a case uh, when it comes to uh, increasing uh, budgetary uh, contributions uh, proportionately uh, to the rest of the EU. But again, that very much depends on the performance of the British economy and of other countries' economies. Secondly, on the bailouts, uh, one of the things that David Cameron secured in his uh, uh, new settlement back in uh, March, the European Council, was precisely a commitment that the UK and other countries that were out of the Eurozone wouldn't be required or forced to contribute to any uh, bailouts. Now, uh, the Vote Leave uh, documentation has uh, cited uh, Article 122 uh, of uh, the Treaty on the Functioning of the European Union, which does say that uh, other member states are, are liable to uh, help out uh, countries that are in distress uh, due to uh, severe difficulties caused by natural disasters or exceptional occurrences beyond its control. However, it does also use the word under certain conditions. So there is scope within the treaty to uh, adjust how you uh, go about doing that. So. Um, the the headline commitment might be there, but in practice, and the under the agreement that uh, David Cameron has, uh, there wouldn't be further liability. And actually, the UK has stayed out of most of the bailouts that have taken place uh, in the last couple of years, um, and uh, has uh, secured stronger language around that. 
Finally, there's this uh, black hole uh, that uh, Vote Leave have uh, identified, which uh, comes to somewhere in the region of uh, 200 billion euros. Now, that's a very large amount of money. That's a, almost two years' worth of the, the budget. Here, we have to go into the exciting world of uh, the way the EU budget is framed. Um, the budget is uh, very special in... Uh, comparison to national budgets in that it's not allowed to go into deficit, that all commitments have to be funded. So every year there is a uh, an agreement on how much is going to be committed uh, and uh, how that is going to be funded through the various uh, contributory mechanisms from the member states. Um, but as well as the commitments, there's also a separate figure, which is typically lower, which is the amount of payments. So how much do we expect to, to pay uh, of the commitments we have? Because, we, you know, it's typically there's uh, an underspend each year because projects don't happen on time uh, or because there's some kind of uh, delay or they're able to do it uh, within budget, which means that uh, actually the member states don't always uh, and indeed usually don't spend, have to contribute all the money that they uh, anticipated uh, spending. Now what uh, Vote Leave are, are talking about here and going back through their paperwork, back through the uh, European Parliament report that mentions it and uh, back into the Commission and the European Council, everyone knows that there's, there's a problem at the moment because the number of uh, unpaid uh, uh, commitments has grown over time. This is due to various reasons. Partly it's because national governments haven't been able to get together the uh, match funding that's needed for most of the development aid uh, and develop, uh, cohesion policy that uh, the EU spends a lot of its money on, that there have been delays and problems around agriculture. But in every case, what we're talking about here is about the gap between the payments that uh, are being made and the commitments that have been entered into. So each time uh, we uh, have this, uh, actually we're moving back towards the commitments level which has already been agreed by the member states, including the UK. So actually what we're talking about here is uh, a reduction in the size of the amount of money that each member state might get back or not have to contribute in the first place uh, at the uh, totting up of uh, each annual cycle, rather than uh, a commitment that is unfunded, that was unexpected. Uh, this is, uh, I think, a, a good example of how you can uh, present things in different kinds of ways. Um, and the, the potentially misleading uh, uh, way in which you can uh, present these kind of uh, figures. So broadly speaking, uh, we might get uh, higher bills in the uh, longer run. Uh, particularly if the UK uh, economy continues to outperform that of the Eurozone. But in terms of uh, black holes or things that uh, remain to be uh, agreed or, or that are you know, just uh, lurking around the corner, I think we need to be much more cautious. If nothing else, uh, the budget is one area where all member states have a lot of interest in trying to keep this under control. And most things are done on a unanimous basis. So all countries retain a veto, including the UK. And it's one of the reasons why budgetary politics is so contentious, because it is hard to accommodate everybody's needs uh, and interests.